Hey everyone, welcome back into the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. As always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes and we're talking about our faith. And we are still in quarantine town usa so <laughs> yeah man it's been uh, we i have a tally mark we have a big whiteboard in our office space here and uh we're doing tally marks for quarantine days i think this is if we start if we started last monday officially uh we're on day number 12 i think yeah um right so when you guys are seeing this uh on monday we're, that's technically like that is that day for that's no it's that'd be day 13 15 i think at that 15 yeah really yeah yeah okay okay so it's saturday to, saturday to saturday is the 14th i don't know it's been a while guys we're losing track it's, it's we're getting into week two i want to know how many people uh ate meat today because they had no idea that it was friday like the days are just blurring together at this point right Right. Oh, absolutely. I have no concept of what day it is at all whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. I did uh, remember, thankfully, I did remember that it is Friday and I have not eaten meat. There's always that like panic moment uh, at like noon. You're like, oh my gosh, did I eat meat? And I was like, uh, what did I have today? Coffee? No, there's no meat in my coffee and there was no meat in my cereal. <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, no, uh, well, I'm very blessed right now because I'm I'm at home. So my mom, I'm eating my home cooked meals again. Oh, did she make you French toast? Uh, no, uh, but she made. We had salmon for dinner. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I was really lucky to uh, to get to have that and eat with my family. So, so I, you, you guys heard I all about my vocal issues. We had a whole episode on that, and like. I don't know if I like told you right now. I've I've finalized that I know for a fact dairy and eggs totally ravage my voice. Um, so ravage. Yeah, that's the best adjective I can think of. So like I I can't sing, I, and it's a certain amount of days after I eat said dairy like cheese or whatever. Uh, mm. I don't really get any symptoms except when I try to sing. I just can't do it very well. <laughs> so I narrowed it down <laughs> to dairy and eggs. But then uh, my voice was like perfect through January, February, then we got into Lent and I was like, Friday, what are you going to do? You're going to eat a bunch of seafood. And my voice is wrecked again. So seafood was on the list of possible things. When I found out that I had this condition, they're like, don't eat bread, dairy, eggs, shellfish, nuts, whatever. And I was like, oh shoot, or seafood, shellfish. And I was like, oh my gosh. So like, I think seafood and shellfish is off the list at this point as well. So it's like, we get to Friday and Lent. I'm like, okay, I can't have any dairy, any eggs, and now no seafood. I'm like, what do so, I? So you're you're eating cereal. I literally had this morning. I had like and vegetables. I've had two protein bars. I've had like some asparagus and uh, cereal and a bagel all day. And I'm gonna wait till midnight and I'm gonna go get In and Out at twelve o'clock. <laughs> that reminds me of your uh coconut oil diet where it's just like <laughs> i can only eat this so you have a, like, a, like a list that you get yeah from like the dentist when you had braces <laughs> you can have these foods only so um, it's kind of i live a sad life when it comes to uh, food but you know what i and the thing is i don't get any other symptoms really like i could live a totally fine life eating whatever i wanted to but like uh, I can't do what I'm passionate about and what I feel called to is right. use my voice to, uh, to sing for, for Jesus. So I decided to make that commitment to not eat those foods, which is hard, but it's like, anyway, so I'm pretty hungry right now. I'm going to try not to be cranky on the podcast. 
Yeah, you know what? Uh, understandable, though. You know, no, no big deal. Yeah. But uh, right on. And, you know, and it's it's got to be tough, though, when it's like you're like, oh, I don't really have any symptoms except for the one thing I love to do the most. <laughs> you right. Ravaged, so, as you say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like that's a pretty big symptom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm glad your throat doesn't, like, close. Yeah. But, that, I, honestly, that would be um, easier to tell what foods cause it, you know, because it's very uh, – if the conditions were more like severe, yeah, I just I, I never really yeah. know, so I have to, it's kind of a guessing game. Anyways, we right. we uh, as you guys can tell, we don't have a lot to talk about today, but that's kind of the point of welcome to the episode on allergies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the point of this episode, honestly. Uh, there, we don't have a lot to do, and I think that's a common theme across the world right now. Any yeah. everyone, especially America or like Italy, any places that are on serious quarantine, uh, people are bored. They don't know what to do. Uh, they've already blew through all their favorite shows on Netflix, and then all their uh, all the shows that they don't even like, and they're like, "All right, well, what do I do now? What do I do now?" So that's kind of the point. It's it's tough, um, and it's it's been challenging to uh, find ways to kind of stay connected with each other. Um, all people, not just like you and me, but like all people to just stay connected. Cause like, you know, you can kind of, and I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. Like we were, Ryan and I were joking about it. I didn't know if I was going to say it actually on the podcast. Like today I had one of those days where you're just like, you get trapped into the cycle of next episode starts. In are five, you four, still, I, are you still watching? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, still watching still, Netflix. Yeah, I, and you just go, sure. I'm still here. <laughs> um, but I watched like an entire documentary series today. On Netflix, and I was like, "What'd you say it was on Tigers or something?" It was. It's called Tiger King. It's like a crazy like. It's like why in the world? This, like, like, how would you would you ever think in your life you'd watch a documentary on Tigers? It was the most thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but uh, but like I just I just kept you know. But I think uh, most of uh, yeah. most of the world's in that same boat. It's like I don't know what else to do, so I'm just gonna just chill and just veg. But like I yeah. think there's so much more that we can do. Again, we're we can be so connected from our from the comfort of our own homes that there's there's no excuses. You can still get out there and you can still um, be spiritually filled and you can spiritually fill others you can evangelize you can learn you can grow you can start a new hobby you can learn a new language you can learn whatever like there's so many things you can do in your pajamas <laughs> oh absolutely there's so much we can do just in the comfort of our own home right and there's so much we can do on like this platform that we have of the internet there is so much that we can do with that to stay connected with each other, to further our faith. It, it, um, while we're on the topic of it, like I just want to share a couple things that I've been doing with my youth group um, to kind of stay connected with each other. Um, and it's been a really amazing thing, and it kind of caught like fire. Um, but I've been doing so at in my youth group, the most popular activity, Ryan knows I'm going to say, but my most popular activity that I do is called the My Christ Sharing Activity. And what it is I is, joke about it because every time I pop into youth ministry, I go, hey, what are you doing for like the spiritual side of things tonight? Because it's always like a game and then like a lesson and then spiritual yeah, activity. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing for the activities tonight? He's like, My Christ. I'm like, yeah, of course it's My Christ. But yeah, it, that is, it, it's very good though. It's it's a great activity. So like, you know, it's fine. I it, it's, it's great because the kids get to witness their faith. Yeah, exactly. Know? And uh, so what the point of it is, is you get up in front of the group and you get to tell uh and you say like this person this week was i saw christ in them because of whatever they did 
Um, anyway, so like that's the kids. Like we, I was on a live stream with them, and they were like, "Oh, I miss those and everything else." And I thought, well, you know what? We can still do that. So what I did is I made a post on my youth ministry page, and I tagged all my peer leaders, and I said, you know, my Christ challenge, and I said, these are my, all these peer leaders are my Christ because of all that they do, and blah blah blah. I nominate all of them to go do it. And then they went and nominated a bunch of more kids and I would share them. And all of a sudden, like all the kids, it went like fire of people just affirming each other on Instagram and say, and it just, but it kept saying my Christ, my Christ, my Christ. And it was like an amazing thing. Uh, and then today, one of my other, uh, one of my, uh, good friends came up with the idea of, there's been that, 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 uh, that thing that's been like, see a pup, share a pup. And it's like people sharing their dogs. You know, so she was like, let's do see a verse, share a verse. So we, someone posted a Bible verse. And then if you see that, you share your favorite Bible. And it just went again today. Like it just filled up my feed with people with, uh, with teenagers and adults and whoever sharing their favorite Bible verse. Um, you know, just now before we logged on, father cook tagged us in your favorite worship song. And, uh, I, I, I shared back and I was like, okay. And then I tagged my youth group kids and let them, let the fire continue. Uh, so there's a lot of great ways that we can do that to continue to kind of like connect with each other, but also spread the faith to each other. I think uh, when you mentioned it earlier, like yeah, staying connected and the first thing that came to mind was last week, uh, at least in my world, it was the week of video chatting with everyone, you know, because like, what are you doing? Oh, let's 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 video chat for right. first my my parents and then my brother and his family. And then it's like friends that I haven't chatted with for a long time because we all were just hanging. So I video chatted with everybody. Uh, and then we were going like we went live a bunch of times on two Catholic dudes. I went live. No, sorry, we've been weak on that this week. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. But then like I I popped in on my personal account. Uh, I like share. I went live on a couple other people's. Like I joined their lives, and so it was it was the the week of video chatting with people. But then like right. it's like okay, well everyone's already talked to everybody, so there's some check ins. But otherwise, now this is the week of the challenges, the Instagram challenges, and I had like a full on okay boomer moment yesterday. <laughs> Cause uh, I got tagged in. You're like I'm not doing it. I got tagged in one of those. Um, no, I was. I didn't. Not that I didn't want to do it. I didn't know how to. <laughs> it was like uh, tag uh, five people that that influence you, your faith or whatever. Uh, and I didn't put you on there. I, was, I apologize. But you were like the unofficial. Oh yeah, the one where you didn't say that I was one of the people. It was like I didn't want to waste the spot because like you know you're on. Oh, there. you didn't want to waste it. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, you keep telling me. <laughs> You digging a grave? That's fine. Uh, Don't worry, guys. He was number one on mine. He just wanted okay, uh, but I was like, I don't know how to. I don't know how to reshare this. I was like, uh, this is embarrassing. But how do I? How do I put this on my own? And they're like, Oh my gosh, you just you got gotta take a screenshot. Take a, it was so much work. It took me like ten minutes to do the screenshot, put it on there, write everyone's names, and shrink them down to the size, and then like do all. The, I was like, Oh, it wouldn't be a problem if you had an iPhone. No, no. I just went. Well, done. Two seconds. I was done. Well, I also don't do that much, so now I know the you're process. You're struggling because you just kept trying to search, and you're like, and it just kept saying at Danny, and you're like, no, not this person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, yes, this week was the week of challenges, and a lot, you know, because we're again connected in our Catholic world via Instagram and all the social media. Right. It was the week of yeah. Catholic challenges, which is really cool. So I wonder what next week will bring in terms of. Uh, our community, right? Because again, we want to be filled with our community instead of isolating. And that's the point is we want to uh, continue to uh, 
to be involved with the world even though we are alone. Yeah, just to stay connected with each other and to continue like giving each other hope. Um, because I think that there's a lot of people that are going crazy in this. Yeah. And uh, But they're trying to do their best to still respect what the world is asking of us, you know, to protect those that are more, pardon me, susceptible to everything that's going on. Uh, on that note, uh, I, uh, I reflected on this on our Instagram. I did like a little short video of something that was on my heart and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast right now. Just something that I, I really thought was cool. Um, I, I, I shared it earlier. Like I said, I shared it on our Instagram before. But it was just like a little scripture reflection. I've been doing it on my, for the teens, I've been doing the Youth Minister's Minute, uh, where I just talk for a minute at them. And, I like that. Kind of ref- just just something that I can do, and then I, I've been doing it on my parish's page as well. Uh, just a little something that I can do to kind of, you know, give them a little bit of something, because I think that people don't want to sometimes sit and listen to us, you know, for 45 minutes, but a minute, it's a little more talk. Um. But the uh, what I was reading was, so Philippians 4.13, right? That's like one of the most famous Bible verses. If you're like, hey, to even someone that's not really religious, name a Bible verse. It's Philippians 4.13 and John 3.16. That's the ones that everybody knows, right? But uh, I, when I was reading it, I thought like, it's really important that when we read our scripture, right? That we know the context of it and like not just picking out a verse and using it without really seeing what is said before or after it can be almost detrimental to the point of us sharing it. Yeah, exactly. There's, and that's why so many, I think, uh, people take scripture in like a really isolated chunk and they, they essentially bastardize it and change the meaning and turn it on, it completely lose the meaning or change it to what to serve their purpose. You know? So I think the right. so ways to really dive deep is to one, know the context in terms of the entire passage Two, to know the historical context, if it's something that's set, they're usually set, you know, um, if it's a historical passage. But then uh, the, the and the author, the author. Yeah, exactly. The, the deepest way is to know the, the true Latin uh Trans- or the Greek or, or the yeah the Greek or the Latin or whatever the language is the the real translation because often the, there's words that aren't uh, translated to English and we can get a better understanding of what that author intended through the right through the real translation right I'm very blessed because my Bible actually has like footnotes sometimes of like the actual translations and stuff which is cool yeah that's awesome um, but anyway so but yeah absolutely and that's why I was like I was saying this because I think that so like Philippians 413 is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or I can do all things through he who empowers me is the other translation of it, right? And when we hear this verse, a lot of the times people, it comes to them like the, I can get through, or I can handle this because I got God, or I can win this because I got like God. Like when they when they score a touchdown, this. they're like, Philippians 413. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of stuff. It's like, it's based upon an accomplishment or a victory, right? Uh Though that is when we throw that verse, like, oh, how did you win this big game today? Oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you know. Uh, and it's amazing, like, yeah, you're giving glory to God in that moment, which is cool, but th- it's only like half of what the verse really is saying, right? So, for that, I'm going to go into the scripture real quick, and it's I want to read Philippians 4 12. Oh yeah, we're dive. Right. Look at us diving into the to the actual words here. Let's yeah, show, show, I got my yeah. American, let's see the Bible there. 
It's my. It says. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. I have it. It says youth minister in my name. My mom got it. Oh, that's made cool. For me I got the same one because it's. It's kind of like a dope look to it, but it, it doesn't have. Yeah. Mine. Mine doesn't say Danny Cleary. So. That'd be weird. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> uh, it was my mom got it for me the day I got the job as youth minister. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was super cool. Um. So yeah, but we're gonna dive in. So we're, I'm in Philippians, right? And Paul, the uh, Saint Paul, he wrote these letters. And I, I believe during this time, I have to fact check myself, obviously, but we're not priests or theologians, just two Catholic dudes. And um, <laughs> Most of his like letters. Our, our, that's like our cop outline. A lot of his letters, uh, he was in prison, right? Right. Yeah. So I think that this is one of those times where he was in prison and he was really ill when he wrote this. Um, so when we read, so I'm going to go Philippians 4.12, it says, I know indeed how to live in humble circumstances, and I also know how to live in abundance. In every circumstance and in all things, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of living in abundance and of living in need. So that's Philippians 4.12. So he's saying there that like, look, I know what it's like to have everything I want. And I also know what it's like to have absolutely nothing. And the secret to surviving, having, being hungry, being well-fed, having everything in abundance and having, and being in need, he goes, the secret to being able to do all that is I have the strength for everything through he who empowers me or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. So what he's saying there is like, it's not just about the abundance. It's also about the being in need, right? It's not just the look how great it all is, but like, man, I have nothing or I'm broken or I'm maybe not physical abundance or physical, uh, need but like our spiritual life but he's saying you can get through this the secret to getting through anything is having christ and obviously a big correlation between what's what we're going on what's going on in our lives right now because we're all going through that valley together right now right like we we usually can go wherever we want eat out wherever we want go to mass when we want now all that that's just three examples of things that are gone yeah now it's like none of that is an option right and sometimes i mean i i say this almost every single episode but uh you know sometimes you need those valleys to Mm -hmm. to learn and to grow and to become more of uh the person that christ intended for you to be you know uh and they and honestly those valleys make those hills that much better you know it's it's uh in in every movie you ever saw what if there was no there was no evil villain or there was no um there was there was no push there was no pull against the there was no pro- protagonist and ant- antagonist it was just only good it was only the hero walking around you're like well this is boring i'm not learning anything there's no there's right so like uh, i'm not saying god intentionally gives us bad so that we can learn, but we, well, he takes those opportunities. He, he lets evil, ex- certain evils exist in the world, uh, but then he chooses to uh, help us grow and help us become better from those moments. And it, it, we have to, the important thing is we have to have that right mindset right. Uh, to be able to, uh, to use that in those ways that God is providing for us. Well, it goes back to uh, when I said this during our episode where we talked about struggles, right? Is it's not necessarily why is God doing this, but where is God in this? Exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that that, uh, that that point you brought up is is really, really, uh, is really accurate. You know, it's not, 
because we, we read and we know that through uh, Christ's suffering on the cross, we're united with Christ in our suffering, right? It says in our suffering, we're united with the crucified Christ. Yeah. I was watching... You know, God, uh, sorry, I cut you off. I was, wa- no, no, I was watching uh, a reflection from Bishop Barron because he's amazing always. I, I often eat right. breakfast while I, I prop my phone up and watch uh, his, his reflections nice. from, uh, from Word on Fire. And he was talking about, again, like people say, why is God doing this right now? And whether or not he chose to do this or whether he is just in this and he's going to uh, do good from it uh, remains to be seen. We, we couldn't possibly know that. But like he said... You know, there's there's uh, there's going to be great things that come from this. He says, look, me personally, I'm finding more time to, to dive into some books that I wanted to read, to learn about this topic and whatever. And he's like, I, I, I've been diving into my prayer life or whatever. I forgot what he said, but he said, does that mean that God caused this entire pandemic and all these people to die so that I could uh, do these things? He goes, So I could have more time to read books? Right. He, he goes, well, there could be millions, billions, trillions of effects that God plans that we, we couldn't possibly understand all the different implications of this, but for him personally, that, that is a little bit of the cause he correlated to like uh, a grandmaster playing chess on like a chessboard. And you have to think ahead. Like, you know, the amazing, amazing chess players, they think ahead like 15, 20 moves and they have like everything coordinated and planned. Um, but then like, imagine, a billion or a trillion chessboards stacked on top of one another. And like we might be able to uh, go to the depth of moves of one of those chessboards, possibly in our human existence, but stacked up a trillion times high. We, there's no way we can't possibly understand. We can't possibly fathom what God has planned for us. Right. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, yeah, that's, that's a great analogy. And I sounded super yeah, smart there, but that was completely just ripped off from Bishop Barron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like that, that's a great way to look at it because we're looking at it from that sense of like, where can we take good from this, but also where, um, you know, recognizing that the struggle that God is with us in those two. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff that comes from our, our quarantine, but even the stuff that's really difficult that we don't understand that the God is in that too. Right. And calls us and says, he's pushing us in these. I like to say that, um, when I'm in those struggles, when I'm in the, 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 the tough stuff, uh, is when God is trying to mold me to make me more like him. Yep. Exactly. Right. So I was watching that video, uh, we talk. We we always talk about social media because uh, we're we're just in it. We dive in it. But there's obviously a lot of priests that have been doing live masses, and I'm still trying to get my pastor to do live masses or at least recorded masses at my at my parish. I think it's yep. I think it's very very important. I, I don't I can't absolutely everything's blurring. I got mine Sunday. Yeah, everything's blurring together at this point, honestly, and I don't remember if I said this on the previous podcast, but I think it's it's uh, worth saying again anyways, is that uh, people want to be fed through their community and they want to have a feel a connection to uh, their particular church. So I think that's why it's important to do masses during this time at your church so you can feel connected to your pastor, to your to uh, the shepherd who, who guides you, you know? Right, you want to eat out of the hand of your shepherd. Did you see though? So there's priests all over the world doing live streams. Some are yes. doing it, you know, with a higher production value than others. But most of them are just pulling out their phone and going live on Instagram. 
There was, I've seen. My, my favorite part is always when they try to end it and you just see their hand they're and they're like, just like, how do, how do I do this? <laughs> how do I turn this off? Like Father Darren, I think, just did I was watching Father his, Darren, uh, oh my gosh. Yesterday. It's amazing. But there was a, there was a priest, I think, in uh, Spain or Italy or somewhere that was live streaming and he hit like the filter button. Be- oh, no. He, he hit record, but then he like slid over to the filters. It was like the funny filter. And so he backs up from the camera and starts celebrating mass and he's got like a funny hat and then there's like, like things all in the background that keep changing yeah <laughs> oh no the whole time so, uh, 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 I think he caught it after a few minutes but it's still really funny um, that is amazing yeah so I think you know give it a few more weeks and there's going to be a whole series of fail videos uh, from, right. from boomers who are trying to like dive into technology and learn yeah and that's the thing is though is Archbishop Gomez here in the LA Diocese has said that like, like they don't want like the mass can be live streamed, but like it can't be like recorded and then posted. Is that what he said? Yeah, he just wants it to be a live stream thing. Hmm. And I understand that. Honestly, I I do in the moment of the because it's like there is a consecration that's happening, right? And it's like to like watch back what was we when we believe that the consecration happens that it's like all the communion of church, the communion of saints, everybody's in on that. Uh on that sacrament that's happening right then and there. So like when you're watching it back later, you're like, Oh, well like you're trying to be in that conservation, but like that, that conservation was happening already, you know? Right. Uh, It's a really tough thing. I don't quite understand it to be honest. And, but I do like, I get where he's coming from with it. Right. I know in the UC, USCCB, uh, someone shared a link. It said rules and guidelines for filming mass uh, if you're going to do it on a production level. And it says, because again, that's an archdiocese thing that LA decided to say that. Yeah. But uh, the USCCB is kind of uh, global or nationally. And they said, right. if, you prev- if you're recording it and showing it at a later time, you have to put on there that this was uh, recorded at a previous date or time. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, but like I said, I, we were instructed just do it live at 10 a.m. and then and then it's it's delete it. Interesting. Okay, uh, so you guys have been implementing that already. Well, that's we haven't done the first one yet. Like, oh, well, I mean, it's Monday, so uh, you're just doing the weekend. Today, you're just gonna do the weekend. We're just doing Sundays. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, we're just doing Sundays, and and then obviously we're gonna do Easter. I'm not sure what about Holy Week yet. Uh. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy to think that like we're not having a Holy Week, right? And like next week like, we're gonna I, have that hasn't hit me yet. I know because I don't think we've gotten there. And I know for you, it's probably even more of a crazy thing. It's weird, you know. Like, like it's like your biggest week of the year, biggest week of the year. It's obviously my biggest, but or my my busiest. But uh, it's so fulfilling and it's amazing on so many levels. It's it's yeah. it's the 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 pinnacle of our uh, of our Catholic celebration in liturgy it's everything uh, culminated into one and now we can't it's not that the masses aren't happening they're still happening but we can't celebrate them as a community together as a public mass it's it's really sad yeah because and it's a bummer because like i was pumping up this year so much to my teenagers like easter vigil it's so awesome like oh man with the candles and and the light of god and all the readings and it's so cool and it's just like check it out next year all right let's take a quick break and let's talk let's dive into that some more all right so we're talking about holy week uh we're gonna have a whole podcast next week about holy week uh but uh just the fact that we're not having it 
it's really sad. Um, and like we, I was, right. I was just uh, uh, at a priest. Uh, we were filming tonight for a priest. We we're doing some spiritual communion pieces, but anyways, we were chatting about that same topic, and we were asking about like the the Chisholm Mass, and uh, there's there's they're gonna do it in the cathedral with nobody and just like. Uh, a presider. So, uh, Chrism. What did I say? Wow. Chism. Chrism. I was like, that sounds wrong. <laughs> the Chrism. <laughs> I was like screaming at me through the camera. You idiot. Yeah. Uh, the Chrism mass on Monday of Holy Week. That's, uh, anyways, all those masses. They'll they'll be celebrated. They're not. It's not like they're they not. Are, they are happening. But anyways, we'll dive in more deeply next week on Holy Week in in its entirety. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to ask you because uh, again, this kind of, this kind of episode is again on during quarantine. How can we keep ourselves busy in a positive way so that we can right. uh, be be fulfilled spiritually? Uh, obviously, we do need downtime to watch watch our shows. Uh, for me, I've been get I actually haven't watched any TV, but I've been getting a lot of sleep or trying to. I just haven't been setting my alarm. I'm just like letting my body wake up when it needs to. Uh, it's really great. Even though I've been staying up late because I've been working on some projects here, uh, I just like I like the last two nights I went to bed at three three o'clock in the morning, uh, but then I woke up at like ten thirty or eleven, and my body was like nice. my body was like all right, time to get up. Uh, so yeah, like getting sleep, uh, but like finding finding this downtime to uh, recharge and re-energize, but to not get complacent and just be like bored and you know, like e just eating cause you don't know what else to do or just watching TV cause you don't know what else to do. It's you can find positive things to keep yourself busy. So how can we do that spiritually? Uh, we already talked about a number of ways, but like, what are you doing right now? Besides, you know, today was a, you know, its own thing, but otherwise what do you got going on? You, well, you already said you talked about your, your Instagram challenge with your kids. That's a, that's wonderful, but you were, yeah, yeah, I, I'm just trying. Honestly, I'm trying to stay connected. I'm a very social person. Like, I like to socialize and interact with other people. So, like, I'm doing a lot of stuff on my youth ministry page, on my uh, personal page, on our two Catholic dudes page. Just doing a lot of stuff. But I'm, what I'm doing a lot of too is is going through and reading some of my favorite verses and trying to understand the context of them and break them down a little bit. Uh, the other big thing is Bishop Barron, again, we're quoting him again. He suggested during this time, like when you want to read the scripture is to, uh, like where to start. I've already read the whole Bible once, but, uh, I'm reading the gospel of Matthew again, but I'm reading it like a little more intently, like taking notes and stuff like that. And it just, it gives me a little bit of time when like, I'm like, Oh, you know, I got to put down the remote a minute and not watch television. And I grab the Bible and it just gives me a chance to kind of read and study a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it's been, uh, it's been cool because I've been trying to come up with different ways to create content by also doing that. Like yesterday when I made that reflection video or a couple days ago, when I, I just threw my phone up and I'm like, this is something that's on my heart. I'm going to share it and try to create a little video of it. Um, so stuff like that. I'm doing a uh, reflections of the stations of the cross that I'm working on this week that I'm going to film and work on. Uh, yeah. So just you showed just breaking down how I feel and I already filmed all of them. <laughs> And, uh, they were a disaster. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I like the shot itself looked great. Cause you're shooting on an iPhone 11. Uh, yeah, if you guys yeah. are watching this in like 2024, you're like ha, an iPhone 11. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the, it's the latest right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but it, no, the shot looks good. So yeah, you sent me some of the footage to see if I could fix some of the audio and I was like, yeah. uh, 
unfixable. Well, yeah, because like <laughs> my parish has these beautiful stations of the cross that are out on the in the back, like on a cool field, and I thought oh, this would be such a great shot uh, to do. But then also the church is sitting on a major street. And like, there's just when cars drive by, it's just so. It's loud. all you can hear is the cars. It's all you can so. hear. So it's just so I'm I. We do have stations inside of the church, so um, I'm gonna. It'll take a little bit more editing to do. Is I'll have to like obviously like like show the video of the station and then my reflection. So I'll have to do a little bit of editing, but it will, you know, force me to kind of dive into the editing a little bit more. And, yeah, and yeah. So cool. I think that was kind of the point I was going to make is um, I think it's great in a way that you sent me that footage and I was like, okay, uh, your your reflection is wonderful and, and your composition of the video shot looks good. Yeah, you don't have all the gear and the equipment, but, you know, just from a simple phone phone uh, context, it looks great. But then the audio, it's, it's a deal breaker. You can't use it, right? So, but what does this do? It forces you to to get outside of your comfort zone. I'm always the production guy of our of our duo. But look, we're, we can't be together right now. <laughs> we can't be together. <laughs> no, but we're quarantined. <laughs> we're quarantined. So like, um, you're, you're going to have to learn to do some of those things to step up and, and, uh, learn some of the production value that, you know, I, I often do. And I think that's, you know, oh, that's paralleled probably for a lot of other people's lives, you know, things that they don't know how to do this, use this as an opportunity to step up and, and, and learn those things. Uh, right. you've been wanting to learn French. Well, you got the time. Learn French. Uh, you've been wanting to learn how to, to knit, I don't know, or cook better, or um, you, I don't know, dance, dance in your room right now. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, just finding a skill. Like I, I've been uh, kind of getting into Photoshop more recently because I, I do all the graphic design for the wrestling promotion that I work for and I, I work at. But I've been trying to up my game, so I've been just watching some tutorials and stuff, like mm -hmm. you know, on tips and tricks. Just because I have the time, I'm sitting at my computer, right. so it gives me times to like mess around with different projects and try different things. Exactly. So finding ways to be productive, and like you, you don't always have to twenty four seven be productive on a spiritual sense. I think that's wonderful to continue to do that. Read the Bible. Um, I've been doing uh, rosary runs. Uh, I run a lot, and well, I I didn't I haven't run much since I moved down here, but. Uh, it's looming over my head every June on my birthday. My birthday is every year. Um, it, it's I, I do a half marathon on my birthday. I don't like sign up for one, but I just run around the streets 13 miles, 13.1. Uh, and this will be my 11th year, I think, in a row doing that on my birthday itself. And it's really nice. cool because it's a good excuse that every year, um, whether or not I like slack off during the winter, I need to get back on it, start working, uh, start working out, start running and being getting in shape so that, uh, that I know I got to do that by June. So, um, yeah, I started running almost every day. I, I did like six miles, six miles. I did not nine miles a couple times, but I, I prayed the entire rosary wow. and I reflected on uh, the, the mysteries and I, uh, you know, said, like you have a lot of time, you know, and usually I listen to music, but I decided not to play music and I just had a lot of reflection time, prayer time, praying for the healing of the world, praying for the healing of all the sick, uh, you know, everything that's going on. So I use that time to really uh, deepen my spiritual experience while I'm uh, continuing to stay healthy and fit because that's important too, you know, because if you do get this, you want to make sure that you have a proper lung capacity. So I'm, I'm, or strength, strengthen those lungs so that you can better fight it off. Uh, because you know there are young people that are passing away from this. It's not just Absolutely. old people. So um, the the first 
death in California, unfortunately, was up in the Antelope Valley where we just were. Really? Yeah, wow. it's a 19-year-old kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I've, I've been doing that. And uh, other things, I, I, you know, like you said, you're a very social person. And I sometimes I am, but a lot of times I'm totally fine being on my own and I kind of thrive in those situations. So I've been doing a lot of uh, projects here in the house and uh, – uh, another guy that lives in this place with me, we've been doing some recording. So we have a couple of cover songs that are coming out uh, pretty soon. One secular, one uh, Christian Catholic cover. And we're going to try to do a lot more projects, but it's a lot of just sitting and editing. Editing takes a long time. So I'm just, I'm like content just sitting around my own, just like clicking away. Um, and that's, I kind of recharge that way a lot of times because I've had to, I've had to just be in like, go, 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 go mode since I moved down here. So this has been a nice time right. to, uh, to reset a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what another thing that I've been doing that I think is important is like I've been diving a lot of time into my planning for what I'm going to do when this is over. There you like go. How am I going to capitalize when this all is it ends? Like we're going to have a really amazing opportunity because people are going to be craving everything that was gone. Right. So I'm in like I'm thinking about it, like I met I had like a group Zoom like what we're doing now with all with my leaders for youth group. It was like 10 of us all talking. And it was just like, what can we do this summer to make youth group better than it's ever been? When people are like, we didn't get to have it all of spring, right? When it was taken away in spring, right after the retreat, when it's prime time, how are we going to make up to it in summer? How are we going to have it the best summer ever? So it's just been things like that that we've been working on. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, and who knows how long this is going to go on. We pray that it ends very quickly. Uh, yeah. But you know, summer plans. We just never know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, not to damper the mood, but like people are saying too, that like we may get out of the woods and then there might be a resurgence come flu season in, in the winter next year. Right. Or in the fall. So we just never know. So we just kind of have to, you know, maintain, but like, it's good because I think that people are kind of getting uh good habits, mm-hmm. you know, I- like today, my mom, like my mom gave all of us like a hand sanitizer thing to have in our cars. Um, so like when I got gas today, I just like, I, I pumped my gas and then I went, Oh, you know what? Yeah. Let me just sanitize squirt. my hands real quick. Right. But like, why would you not do that? Always? Those gas pumps are always full of germs. Exactly. It's not just now that all of a sudden there's now it's like, yeah, there's like a really dangerous germ, but like those are always disgusting. Exactly. I so, heard, uh, I heard Trump said he wants to do away with handshakes and uh, like after this is all done, like. It's, I, I had the one, the, the, the first time it's been awkward where for like, so I saw a guy at the, at the gas station again that I hadn't seen in a really long time. Yeah. Right? Like a friend of mine that I haven't seen him forever. So he was there and I was like, what's up, man? What's up, man? We like both went like this and, you're like, and, we, went, and we both went like, we, <laughs> like both of us at the same time. We just laughed and we were like, Hey man, uh, whatever. I'll just, you know, Ugh. yeah, that's but, amazing. Uh, it, it was super funny. I, I, and I was like, Oh, that actually happened. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, who knows? So staying, yeah, staying, uh, vigilant, staying, uh, optimistic, staying, uh, staying busy in a good way, keeping yourself, yeah. keeping yourself productive. Just try to stay productive. Exactly. Don't just find busy work, but find, find ways to be productive, uh, and, and deepen your, and enriched, enriched, deepen your spirit, your spiritual experience through this time. Uh, again, comment in down below the ways that you guys are enriching your lives spiritually or otherwise. We'd love to hear it. We, let's, let's start this conversation. What else are we doing? You know? Uh, yeah. and, uh, 
I think you had one last point we were going to talk about a little bit more about spiritual oh, communion before we before we. Roll. I just wanted to share the spiritual communion prayer that I've been reading with the kids every every night, um, or every week. I just think that it's like really cool. And I read it every night. Cool. Um, it's just what the way that we're called. It's like what Bishop Barron puts up on the screen during his masses. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think it's a really, it's really amazing words. It's really powerful. I think it's a great way you to know? end the episode. We'll and, end on that, and then we'll banter towards the end. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's just like it's just a cool little prayer. So just it, it is a spiritual communion that we're called to say, and it says, "My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things." And I desire to receive you into my soul, since I cannot at this time receive you sacramentally. Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly. Never permit me to be separated from you. So like, just like Mm. those are powerful words. I love that. Like, Never permit me to be separated from you. Because we have the beauty of Holy Communion. But God's power. And I think that like I saw, like I was talking to my grandma and, you know, she was really like bummed. You know, she was like, I don't get to have Holy Communion. I don't get to have Jesus within me. And I'm like, but I was like, I'm like, grandma, like Jesus is everywhere. Like Jesus is, does not have the human bounds that we have. You know, Christ is can do whatever he wants he is all powerful when we allow worry to take over is when we forget how powerful god is Mm. you know and uh so that's that's what i think about when i think about that prayer i'm just like man god can do whatever he wants you know and and i'm calling that prayer is calling out it's it i look at it as like a love letter of us calling out to christ like i can't be with you right now as i want to be but please don't please be united with me yeah you know, it's us calling out for Christ. It's calling out to our father. Like we need help. I love it. That's beautiful, you know? man. That's beautiful. Wow. Um, so yeah, but so it's been, uh, we're, we're going to get, again, we're going to get through this. The, another quote that I'm seeing a lot is this too shall pass. You know, things are not always bad. Just like they're not always good. I've no been, matter what, I've been saying the best and everything. I've been saying the prayer. I, you know, it's funny. It's like one of my favorite Psalm quotes, uh, and I always forget the Psalm number. I think it's 86. Be with, be with me, Lord. When I'm in trouble, be with me. Yep. Uh, I, I, I'm always hearing in my head because you always, I always hear like a certain Psalm setting, the one from Sarah Hart. Uh, be with me, Lord. When I am in trouble, be with me, Lord. But I've been praying uh, like before and after my rosary run, like uh, before the rosary, I, I'm saying, be with us, Lord, when we are in trouble. Be with us, Lord. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, my my go to right now recently has uh, been is uh, Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. And it's just been that you know, yeah. you know, because it's like it's hard right now. But that's that's what we have to keep saying. You know, is like be with me, Lord Jesus, I trust in you. Like we know, yep, we know the ever uh, the ever loving presence of our God, and that He's not abandoning us, and that He will see us through this. Amen. So we got this, guys. We got this together. We are united. We are united together as a world, but we are united in Christ. So again, uh, please follow us on all social media. Uh, you know the drill. Hit that, smash that like button. Uh, do all those things. Uh, yeah. Subscribe. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you guys feel so inclined. Uh, we have coffee mugs coming yeah. soon. Danny just ordered the tester one. You got it right there. Let's show the good people that I coffee got it right mug. here. If you guys are watching, uh, there you go. Put it over to the. Uh, yeah, this it. Oh, it's on both sides. Dope. Both sides. Dope. 
That's cool. Decent quality. That's cool. To your godly dude. So <laughs> once this all comes down, uh, we'll be ready to start mailing these out. I'm gonna I'm gonna order a a bunch of them here in just a a little bit. I got a couple other th- expenses, but then we're gonna rock and roll and get a bunch of those ordered. Yep, and we can sh- um, and we will ship them to our Patreon members that are at a certain level to be yeah. determined. Uh, and so if you uh, and I will say on the Patreon thing, not to cut you off again, on that moment right now though is is if this was the month you're discerning about your Patreon donation to us. Give any money that you would give to us for Patreon to your parish. Yeah, absolutely. This month. Like, because your parish needs it. And as people that work in parishes, as ministers, like, that's where the money should go. Or if you're a current member and you're like, uh, and this is really a financial hardship for you this month. Yeah, like... like Bail out. We we uh, completely uh, we appreciate all the the donations that you have currently given to us, and it's helped yeah. our ministry thrive and grow. But uh, if you need to divert that money elsewhere, we completely understand, and we uh, and we are with you. Uh, yeah, you know. But like I said, on that note, but yes, the first uh, anyone that's on our Patreon uh, at a, at a certain level is going to get a mug sent to them right out the gate, and then we'll take orders uh, i'm not sure how we're going to do that yet uh we'll, we'll figure it out yep uh but there will be uh you know for people that live locally to me uh that listen to this i will deliver the mug oh to hand you. delivery i'll do the yeah, oc uh, i'll do the oc deliveries anyone in orange county we will yeah. make it a thing all right so again yeah. thank you guys for listening um and uh Let's uh, we'll be uh, back. We'll be back next. We'll week. be back next week talking about Holy Week. But uh, keep that conversation going because again, we want to be connected with you all during this time, always. But right now, let's keep this conversation alive and well. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. God bless. Peace. Peace.